1: Here I come, y'all. Give me, give me that. Give me that right here. Yankee yeah, Stadium. stay in Okay. I'm throwing out the first bench. Yeah, yeah. To We're gonna have to change that, that grip. He's so he's just, change he's that he's I haven't decided, decided. I haven't decided, decided. I don't know whether I'm gonna throw a slider. I'm gonna throw a fan. I haven't decided. Not, I okay. Decided, Listen. Yeah. Do I mean, not do, do too understand. much out there. No, he didn't. I got to call Derek G. and let him know I'm throwing out the first pitch. I know he's gonna say to me, "Don't f this up." First take is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook.
2: So I'm gonna be completely honest. Good morning, Ryan Clark, Bart Scott. I have no idea what we're talking about on the show today. From the bottom of my heart, I was very busy booking guests last night all night. I've never went so hard in the DMs in my life. Um, except that atrocity that happened on the mound. I don't know what sport you were participating in, but it, must it was have been supposed to it be must be cricket.
3: It must have been cricket. I don't, I don't think baseball, you can have baby bouncies, man. You let black America down, man. You <laughs> yeah. failed us, Stephen I'd A. I'd
0: like you
2: to see Stephen A. Can we please get a shot of Stephen A's uh, seat before RC uh, chimes in here? Um, there we go. <laughs> it's like watching your dad get okay, beat yeah. up, man. Okay. Yeah, okay, uh, we okay, couldn't yeah. find it. La- uh, you oh, yeah. couldn't find it last night, so we found it for you.
1: <laughs> hey. It's all right. It's all right. L- listen, I. I- I don't know what y'all complaining about. Ryan Gosh. Clark, it's good to see you, my brother. I don't, I, 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 I boss guy I, don't know what y'all complaining about. Molly calling me after that, I mean, this calling, dying, laughing. I was like, wait a minute. I called That crying, was a fantastic. I couldn't that was even get a per- word out. Excuse me. That is the perfect. That is the perfect O2 breaking ball that I dropped down there. Did y'all not see what that? I mean, was that? I, 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 <laughs> I mean, a knuckleball. I mean, I mean a knuckleball. I mean a knuckleball. Whatever the hell it was. Okay. I mean the changeup. Whatever it was. Okay. I mean it was the perfect big 0-2 pitch and trying to swing at the dirt. That's what you do when you got an 0-2 count. I just saw Aaron Judge, massive six about two eighty two. Did you just compare like, yourself yeah, to Aaron Judge? I'll be all right. No, I said I just met him and hey. I was sitting there waiting. Oh, you know, I'm sitting there. I mean, you, it, it yeah, that was a me, great
2: way know. to name drop and deflect on the no, situation no, that's it. at it's
1: hand. Right. Yeah, yeah right. I, I, right. I don't.
4: Like I don't. <laughs> I don't even know why he go out there like that though. Like, and, and what, makes, what makes me mad is the fact that he had a collared shirt on uh. other than a jersey. Everything about it was just wrong. Mina Kimes had a much better first pitch than Stephen A. Like, oh, that on, is man. where oh, we on. are now. Like, it is, I don't, Molly, I don't even know how you're going to do the show today or why you even <laughs> want to be associated with it. Like I just thought you, th- I wanted to take off. I didn't want to have to come here and be a part of this. They are gonna be RC?
1: like, Ryan, ain't that really? your man? Really? That's what and we do. I got That's what it. we are doing. That's what we are doing.
0: And, 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 hold, on, hold on, come on, Stevie. Hold on. So, so, so this, this 15, isn't your day. Chris
2: Rock, Snoop, I let black like people down. Hold on, I just gotta say one thing. You definitely thing, let I, Will Smith down. I'm, I'm gonna get. <laughs> I'm gonna get. <laughs> I have some sound of Stephen A. from the booth. We're going to get to that in just a moment. But, R.C., I was right there with you. I'm like, why does this man have the collared shirt on that he wore during the show cold. underneath? And then why do you have Louboutins in stiff black jeans? I'm like, Extra how about starch. how about the some mesh shorts? Like, can we, can we move a little? I mean, it was just stiff. It was all very man. stiff all around.
4: It was... You know, I, 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 I like to tell people, I'm like, nah, man, Stephen A's super cool. He has now made me a liar to the entire world. <laughs> All the good things what? I say about who Stephen so A my is
2: off cool camera, my cool
4: points I'm go. a liar to the
2: entire okay. world. All right, Stephen A, I know you're okay. the you executive to to producer, America, but today I am. So I'd like the sound <laughs> from last night of Stephen A in the booth. Could we get that, please?
1: I can see from that look on your face, you were really off. I was disgusted with myself, man. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I was warming up down there. I was throwing strikes from 60 feet away, and I got on that mound, and it looked like it was a mile away. I said, what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> I said, what the hell am I doing here? And You know, it just, I mean, it was, it, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. It was a choke job. I could do better than that. It was a choke job, and, and Stephen, they choked a little bit. It, yeah, I just did. It, it was straight, but damn it, I could do better than that. We'll right. never find out. Before I C- want you to never pick up a baseball C- again. You're straight. not allowed. Molly, Molly, <laughs> Mo- Molly, 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 <laughs> Molly, Molly, bar- Oh my RC, gosh. can I get a little can I get a can I get a little serious for a second and tell y'all seriously what happens? All joking aside.
2: Please
0: don't.
1: So, prior to that, I'm warming up and they let me warm up in front of the Yankees dugout. And they go to 60 feet and you know, the guys they were great. They were telling me what to do, whatever, whatever. And I'm literally throwing strikes. (laughs) I walked to the mound. They don't let you go up to the mound. RC, Bart, I walked up to the mound and I literally went like this Holy, you know what? What the hell am I doing here? Because I looked and I was like, that ain't the damn 60 feet I just finished practicing. It felt like, it was a damn hundred yards away. I mean, literally, <laughs> I walked up there, and I swear to y'all, I had no idea because I've never been on the mound. I had not thrown a pitch since junior high school. I've never been on the mound for Major League Baseball or a stadium. And I stood there, and I was like, what the hell have I done? literally like what the hell have I done I should not be here okay and then Molly last but not least (sighs) I stuck my sneakers in the dirt right and I'm saying like this I'm going to fall I'm going like this I'm like this I'm going to fall I'm going to bust my ass so I have to make a decision. I got to make sure that when I throw the pitch, I don't fall. I don't fall, right? And, and that's why you saw it, because I'm like this. I was scared to just throw the ball. I was like, I didn't want to bust my butt. I was like, this is bad. Right. This is bad. You know, This is a bad situation. I'm going to try to make the best out of it. That's what happened.
2: But I don't I know if it. that did anything for either of you. Those it. excuses that you just heard—it it did nothing for me at all. It's not excuses. I've never it's seen the video I of choked. from strikes yeah. that he referenced. I,
1: I, I choked. I choked. Period. I choked. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Stephen A., that's hold, what I'm hold on. In excuses.
2: I panicked. Hold on. I have some messages for you <laughs> from friends. Panicked. Some Bro. friends that are here for you to talk about your panic. Could I please get those? Thank you. I love producing this show.
4: Stephen A. Smith, you ought to be ashamed of yourself of that pitch. There's not one athletic bone in your body. Oh, by the looks boy. of that pitch. That looked more like a
1: bounce <laughs> pass in basketball. Hmm. Oh
0: well, you
1: goodness. need some help, brother. <laughs> Molly, can you help him?
3: Nope. Somebody. That looked oh, bad, God. brother. <laughs> hey, they say Stephen they stepped on the pants leg. His, his jeans were too big, so he stepped <laughs> on his pants leg and stumbled. That's what happened. I was expecting to see Justin it and hey, like Justin Zoolander. <laughs> Stephen, A., they say it's harder than it looks. You sure made it look hard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. you on Monday, I bro. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> I can't, I can't. say anything. I can't say anything. But I'm trying to tell you. I, I, by the way, I, I would like. To, I would like to let y'all know. Did y'all know that there were 13 wild pitches in Major League Baseball last year by 11 different pitchers that look a oh, little bit like that? This I mean, is not ha-
2: the time for stats. You know you i doing saying? This is I sad. This is sad, and I'm that disappointed, disappointed that in you right I now. You threw that
3: pitch like dangling from Life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, he acted
4: like he can't get it right. Bernie Mac, got rest soul.
2: Oh, my God. All right, God. y'all. All right. He tried, okay. he right. tried right. to give us stats. This is just getting sadder by the moment. All right, don't worry. We have much you know more to worse? come. Many you know more worse, people Molly? will be joining us. Stephen A., I just want you to know, many more people will be joining us. We're going to have some live guests. So the party so, so is just I getting re- started.
1: I've already received two invites for, uh, to, to, to throw out the first pitch. You know, Some people want to give me a second chance, you know what I'm saying? A couple of Major League Baseball teams. I've already received two, two Really?
2: What teams? Invites.
1: Yes. Yes. One of them is the Mets. One of them is the Mets. I don't know if I want to do that yet. I don't know if I'm ready to
2: You
1: know what I'm saying? Is- I bet the Yankees ain't calling no more. I know the Yankees ain't going to let you back out there give me a second right. chance. Brian. They're going to give me a second right. chance. I
2: deserve, it. I deserve we're gonna, it. We're going to lay off for a moment and get into some football, guys. All right, school. let's do it Thank here. School. school, I can All take right. it. I can take okay. it. Y'all got me. Uh, we got some tough news from Jerry's World. Cowboys star cornerback Trayvon Diggs, this is awful, out for the season after he tore his ACL, ACL yesterday in practice, a huge loss for Dallas' defense, which has started out strong this year. As we take a look at the impact, over the past three seasons, Diggs has 15 interceptions four more than any other player in the NFL. The Pro Bowl cornerback also leads the league in both passer rating allowed and ball hawk rate during that span. RC, what does this loss mean for the Cowboys?
4: This loss is huge. I believe that the way that this team was constructed, who they were, defensively, they were on an historic pace. And I know people are going to say, oh, it's only two games. But you're talking about a Hall of Fame talent that just got nearly a hundred million dollar contract in the offseason. The reason he got that is not just because of his coverage. It's not because last year we saw that he could be locked down. It's because of the way he turns the football over. You go back to last week's game against Zach Wilson. They go deep on him with Garrett Wilson. It's a PBU. Later on in the game he gets the interception. We We have seen him do that for the last four years in the NFL, and you add him to Michael Parsons, the three-headed monster they have at the safety position, Stephon Gilmore, the future Hall of Famer on the other side, D-Law, this was the defense that we were going to talk about like the Baltimore Ravens, like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, like the Steelers, like L.O.B., like the Jets in their heyday with Rex Ryan. That's where this team was going, and he's a huge part of that. Now, they aren't in the place that they were in last year where you could just go away from Trayvon Diggs and if the Ron Bland moves to the outside. Now Jordan Lewis, who was the starting nickel before he was injured last year, gets an opportunity to be inserted into the starting lineup. This team could still be good. But this team with Trayvon Diggs was going to go down in the history books. It was going to be a defense that we talked about for years to come that revolutionized revolutionized defensive play in this era of football. There were going to be this eras of football that the team that we looked at that said they brought defense back along with the San Francisco 49ers. They were the team that was the hardest to score on. They ran sideline to sideline. They turned the ball over. And I believe there's going to be an adjustment for Dan Quinn in the way that he calls plays. They're still Super Bowl contenders, but this is definitely a huge hit
3: to who they are defensively. I mean, it's a a major hit, right? Because you talk about the Dallas Cowboys. They play um, cover one 50% of the time more than any other team in all of football. And what that allows them to do is to erase your team's best receiver. Well, now when you have to go to your backup and now who used to be the nickel has to move outside to the outside corner. Then now the inside corner comes in. So now you got to fish right in the front end and the back end of this defense is tied together. The coverage um, helps the the pass rush. The pass rush helps the, the, the coverage. And now you're going to have to lean help over to that side. Now you can't, you know, take that rat player that, you know, they had last week with um, Vanderish and use him as a a low help because he's free. Because that's what happens when you have outside outside great corners. They give you the ability to free up a player to be like that jack of uh, all trades and be able to take away other teams if they have a good tight end. Now you can double them because, you know, you have the outside locked up. This team would have been one of those teams that we talked about. You know, Me and, me and Ryan have spent plenty of time as the number one defense in the league during our time in the league, but we did it differently, right? Darrell Rivas, Antonio Cromartie, that allowed us to do different things. Chris McAllister, Samari Row, it allowed us to be able to say, okay, yeah. you can blitz this guy, you can be yeah. unpredictable. Now you can't do that anymore. Now you're going to have to you know, maybe blitz people to get pre- pressure, or now you got to swipe linebackers out to take away short routes. This is a major, major blow for Dallas. And like Stephen A. always says, just wait. Something bad always happens. No, don't start that. Don't start Let that. Me tell
1: you, don't no, 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 oh, no, no, no. First of all, I, I, I wouldn't do that right now in all seriousness, RC. Yeah. This is a season-ending injury, so I'm certainly yeah. not going to joke about that with Trayvon Diggs, my brother. Respect. I got a lot oh, of love respect. for him. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And, 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 and I, you know, ain't, this ain't the time to, to, for me to joke about the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not going to do do that that to them. What I will say, however, is that um, they are where I thought they would be. And what I mean by that is that I'm looking at Jordan Lewis. I'm looking at Deron Bland. I'm hearing things about them, and I've been hearing things about them coming into this season. And so when you look at Micah Parsons' ability, along with Demarcus Lawrence and the rest of the crew, to get to the quarterback, when you look at the secondary of the Dallas Cowboys, which was considered to be the deepest secondary in the National Football League, yeah. I understand that it's not the greatest situation in the world. We hope that Dr- Trayvon Diggs is going to get healthy and he'll be back next year. My heart goes out to him. i got to reach out to that brother just to let let them know that but I got to tell you that the bottom line is that based on the depth that they have available to them combined with the ability to get to the quarterback and then you add to that the the, the you know just the suspect talent in the NFC overall. We said at the beginning of the season, it's the Eagles, it's the Cowboys, it's the San Francisco, and then there's everybody else. So if we're not talking about the Eagles and we're not talking about the San Francisco 49ers, you still look at the Dallas Cowboys as being better than anybody else in the NFC, even without Trayvon Diggs. And so the way that I look at it is that, again, it can be devastating as it pertains to the level of dominance that they were expected to put forth defensively, but it is not as if they suddenly won't be able to do that without him. You still got Stephon Gilmore. You still got the other dudes that I mentioned. You still got the ability to get to the quarterback their linebacker court may be a bit suspect in some people's eyes with Van and Those other guys even though you can tackle. What are you going to do in terms of coverage? But at the end of the day, they still have enough to be a top three arguably a top two team in the NFC even without Trayvon Diggs.
3: No, you're absolutely right, but it makes it a lot more difficult and now teams can able to game plan around. Listen, when you have a, you know, somebody, his talent, an RC hit on it, his ability to turn the ball over and put you on a short field as an is. offense yep. is tremendous. It's not just that he's a, a great guy that, you know, has PBUs. He gets the ball in his hands. And that is a major, mm-hmm. major skill. That is, you know, and now you talk about Stefan Gilmore, 32 years old, who has broken down in previous years. Now you're going to put more on him because yeah. now he has to take the top dog. Now, instead of maybe getting Devonte Smith or, or the player that he matches up best with right from a stylistic um, standpoint, as far as cover one, cover two, because everybody struggles with different types of receivers. Now he has to take the best receiver yep. and that's going to put a lot of pressure on him and his body to hold <laughs> up. This is a marathon. And, it's going to be a battle with attrition when you get to the end. It's going to be about who can stay healthy. So when they go against San Francisco, who I believe they play in a couple of weeks, when they have to play the Philadelphia Eagles, now what's going to happen to that guy opposite? He's going to get all the targets, and now you can hide your second-best player away from and get a matchup on their third-best player, and it's like the law of diminishing returns. It only continues to come back. You get weaker and weaker because you're going to stress other people. Somebody that plays special teams now is going to have to do extra duty. And that's usually what happens.
2: All right, guys, let's move on here and get to the other top team in the NFC that played last night. So the uh, Niners, excuse me, dominated the Giants, winning in convincing fashion, 30 to 12. Christian McCaffrey scored in his 12th straight game, including the playoffs. Daniel Jones falls to 1-11 in primetime games, while Brock Purdy remains undefeated as a starter in the regular season as he threw two TDs. San Francisco has scored 30 points in all three games this year. Since McCaffrey became a starter last Halloween weekend, the Niners are 13-0 in the regular season, winning by an average of more than two TDs. RC, tell me this. Are the Niners now the clear-cut favorites in the NFC?
4: You know what? I still believe that the Dallas Cowboys are on the same tier as the San Francisco 49ers. I I don't know if I'm going to take them off of that level with Trayvon Diggs' injury until I get an opportunity to see them play, see how Dan Quinn adjusts. But when you watch the Niners last week, what stuck out to me was They just have better players than people. And listen, the New York Giants, Molly, and I'm sorry, your New York Giants defense sometimes in some positions and in some places could be soft as tissue, right? Like real life hospital cotton. And when you look at Debo Samuel running through people, George Kittle running through people, Christian McCaffrey, you have a guy like Brock Purdy who doesn't have to do a lot. What he does is he diagnoses defenses extremely well. He gets the football out of his hands into the hands of his playmakers. And they are dominant. And not dominant in a way where it's like Kyle Shanahan's is just X's and O's out of their seats or out of their pants every week, no. <laughs> He's just making sure that the really good dudes on his team have the football in their hands where they can make plays. And then defensively, when they get an opportunity to pin their ears back, there's no team better at rushing the passer with four, especially from the interior. We point to Nick Bosa all the time. They've upgraded. You go Armstead and Hargraves in the inside. They are big time with linebackers that are side to the sideline to sideline, and I know Bart loves it because they're throwback players when it comes to the way they put their face mask on folks. This team is really good, and as long as Brock Purdy stays healthy, as long as his arm strength can be maintained where it is right now, this is going to be a difficult team to beat, and I believe that that demon or that monster that they've been to the Dallas Cowboys only gets bigger in the shadow of losing
1: Trayvon Diggs. Well, let me say this. Um, That's a good point, that last point, RC, no doubt about that. But I also think we've got to point to a couple of things. Number one, you've got a guy like Brock Purdy, who's undefeated as a starter at 8-0 with 17 touchdowns, four interceptions, completing 67% of his passes since he's become the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. They have not lost a regular season game since Christian McCaffrey has arrived. And he's got a a touchdown in 12 consecutive games. We've got to pay attention to that as well. Here's where things get interesting. You brought up Trayvon Diggs and how that ultimately compromises the potential for success of the Dallas Cowboys, particularly when you talk about going up against the San Francisco 49ers. Well, that's Mm -hmm. one element. Here's the second. The NFC Championship game took place. Remember when Debo Samuel, Molly, came on the the show during Super Bowl week while Mm -hmm. we were out in Arizona? Of course, and it's the right thing for him to say, and I'm sure he believes it. But it's also not far-fetched when he said, listen, man, we lost four quarterbacks last year, four quarterbacks. And the NFC Championship game is a reminder to everybody out there. The San Francisco 49ers were decimated with injuries at the quarterback position, so much so that Christian McCaffrey had to line up behind center and they couldn't even throw yeah. the ball. The game was over because they didn't have, literally did not have a quarterback on the roster who could throw the football because everybody had gotten hurt. And so that's an element of motivation that can't be ignored as well. The 49ers are not only a talented team knocking on the door, They're a talented team that's knocking on the door that believe they should have kicked in the door last year if something unprecedented, like four quarterbacks in the same season on the same roster getting hurt to the point where you don't even have one for an NFC Championship game for the last two and a half quarters. That is what happened to the San Francisco 49ers, and I think that's the kind of thing that we cannot ignore when we look at teams being highly motivated. I don't think anybody has them beat in that department of motivation. Yeah, you, you talk about, you know,
3: irreplaceable replaceable players, and you would say McCaffrey, McCaffrey is that player for them. You know, the first game he played 100% of the snaps. They have to be wary of, of wearing him down because it is a marathon, not a sprint. They have to figure out a way how to steal reps away and let other people take some of the snaps. Yeah. You know, when you, when you look at you know what the, the, the key to this San Francisco team is, they just wear you down. They're not going to blow you out. And, and listen, L. You know, Lynch built this team. Uniquely different from most teams in NFL when you look at they don't have that Justin Jefferson receiver They don't have that receiver that goes down. He's like Randy Moss They have yak guys because they understand in this league if you can get the ball out of your hands quickly and make a Make a decision that it's always a hole in the defense and understand that how football is played today and how practice goes, you don't practice tackling, you don't go live, you spend most of the time tackling donuts and, and bags. So now yeah. when you get in the game, you have to tackle a guy like Ayuk, or you have to tackle a guy like Kittles, or you have to tackle a guy like Samuels, guys aren't aren't designed to be able to do that. So he gets his athletes the ball in space and saying, I don't think you can tackle them consistently, and we're going to wear you down because we're going to physically continue to pound you, and you see teams break, and that levy break in the third and fourth quarter. I believe that, I think, believe San Francisco had 200 yards of yak and for people out there, that's yards after the catch. You saw Debo running around, taking people's chains out there after he caught the ball. That's because they have those type <laughs> of athletes, and that's easier to get the ball. And Brock Purdy doesn't push the ball down the field. He throws the ball 10, 15 yards. And they're doing something different than most teams do. And when you go against it, it's difficult because you have to tackle these guys in space four, what 60, 70 times a game when you get out there and they have the most complete back in all of football and Christian McCaffrey.
2: Hey, I'm Molly Carum, And thanks so much for listening to the first take podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America, two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, The majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Hey, I'm Molly Karam and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive Hey, hey, I'm Molly Caram, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems, with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it. They won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, yeah, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Oh, your boy was talking a big game for weeks, but the light's a little too bright. little cricket impression right there. We got more reaction. Take a listen.
3: You thought you were so fly walking up to that mile, swinging those long-ass arms, watching yourself walk. (laughs) And you thought you was going to actually throw a strike. And you went on there in front of America in your home state, In your city, where you from, and did that? But let me guess. (laughs) I guess the pitch was fluid. (laughs) And see that the confidence look is now gone with (laughs) (laughs) it. I love you to death, bro. But um that would not have made it to the plate in the Little League World Series game, bro. Listen, um maybe next time don't try or there's another sport
1: you could probably not do something on TV. What <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: I have no yeah. okay. All right.
1: Listen, man. I, I just, I, I, listen, oh I got to, gosh. let me tell y'all this. Let me tell y'all this. Let me tell y'all this. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. would have swung at that pitch. He'd have swung at that pitch.
0: I'm no, he wouldn't have. I'm Ryan saying. saying he have. Yes, he would Yes, he would
1: Yes, he would. He'd have swung at that pitch. I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm just saying, talk to the baseball experts. I'm trying to tell you. O2 pitch, breaking ball, I'm trying to tell y'all. Oh my gosh. I'm just trying to tell y'all right now. Speaking, we, speaking we, of baseball experts, you. I need that Dog to call it real fast. Well, what was the b ball. The the
4: Guys, the O2 pitch that's a breaking ball Hits the hits the plate, right? Like, it breaks at the plate or breaks yeah. in the dirt right before the catcher. Yeah. Your joint broke 30 feet in between the mound and the home that's plate. That's not true. That doesn't happen, yeah, Stephen yeah, A. No, 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 no. can we Stephen yeah, A. What that, that, that. the plate Steven
2: looks a. like again? <laughs> just remind him what he was supposed to reach. Could we just get that shot? They
4: would have had
1: to yeah. golf that ball.
2: So Stephen A. That's where. That's where that you're trying to go.
1: You know, I, I just, I just, it, got, I just got, I just got a, hello, hello, man. I just got a text. I just got a text from Jay Z. He just texted me. An article, Stephen A. says he's disgusted by his first pitch and that he just puts sad, pathetic faces attached yeah, to it. Yeah,
2: we need him to call that's us, supposed
1: to be my, That's supposed to be my boy. You're supposed, supposed to, to, to represent be New York. You know? Nobody Der- Der- wants to be G- publicly G- G- anymore. Der- 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 I know this. Derek Jeter G- called me before the pitch. Better not mess this up. So he told me. And you did. And then afterwards, he called me back. And he said, well, here's go- we're going to try to save you. You were really playing crickets instead of baseball. That's crickets. the excuse that you're supposed to use. But that's that what he tried to say. Fast. But I tried to tell him, it's oh the breaking ball, God. man. It's the breaking ball. It's the breaking too much ball. Starch in your shirt, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to tell him light starts yeah, next
3: time. Maybe yeah. go yeah. pitch. We need to, right, we need to do right, a right, breakdown right, of the I'm outfit
2: here. after. Two. Too, too much dip zoom in. on his chip. <laughs> Let me see the outfit one more time. The collar shirt. That mound is a different life.
1: That, that So mount, that mount. forget all of that fashion police. That ain't that sleeve. even about he that. It's about why not, that mound, man. An undershirt? That undershirt. Why not an
2: undershirt? Why the dress shirt? Were you about to handle business after? I'm just confused. No, I was just comfortable. The was over I was just elbows.
1: comfortable.
2: Like I was just comfortable. You I was just comfortable, y'all. It doesn't look comfortable. Listen, man, I'm just, I'm
1: just telling y'all. I'm just telling y'all right now.
3: You got Egyptian cotton folded over your elbow. And Rubatons, stick <laughs> hey, jeans. He need a
4: URA.
2: Hey, he need a. What's that a leg UCL doing too? That leg is wild in the back. Hey y'all! Hey, y'all, y'all,
1: <laughs> remember, y'all, remember oh y'all! remember? that movie? Y'all remember that movie?
2: The leg again. Hold
1: up! Hold up! Do y'all remember that movie, Shawshank Redemption? Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I know, know that movie producer Will Packard just, just texted me. He said, "Call it the Shank at the Yank." <laughs> That's what he said. That's what we're going to title the movie because of my pitch. Right, he talked talk about, he talk about making movies off of this. And Snoop Dogg, I got to talk to my man Snoop Dogg. I mean, come on, Steven Snoop. Stephen A., I'm
2: going to oh, be honest with you. He's overseas, and he made sure to get that in for you. I just at the end with this, though. Why was his leg yes. wild like that? that was like a leg? W. Hey.
4: hey. This, thank you lady. know what you look like, Stephen A.? Do you remember a Rookie of the Year when Henry Rowan Gardner fell late in the movie and his arm went back to the little league arm when he couldn't throw it hundred miles <laughs> yeah, per hour yeah. no more? That's what uh-huh. you look like. You look like Henry Rowan <laughs> oh Gardner at the end of the movie when he was tricking people. <laughs>
2: right. It's rough out here you know, in New York. What, what, Let's what, get to the game. What hurt me, mm-hmm.
1: Molly? What hurt me was yeah. that Michael Kay. You could see, like, 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 like. Listen, man. I, I mean, you saw these: Paul O'Neill, David Cohn, They were great. Michael K, if Michael K was sitting there for the Yes Network interviewing me. I just felt the disappointment coming from him. He was yeah. just, oh.
3: Black America had a meeting last night after that, Stephen. A. We, had to, we had to
1: rally and see how
3: he was going to overcome this.
4: Yeah. Oh, no, we have now right, selected y'all. ESPN okay. Greeny, and he's the furthest thing from black. Greeny oh, is now... God. A part of the delegation.
3: Wow. We gave Stephen nah, A. We ain't treated Stephen Draft. Way. we give another chance.
2: Okay, hold up one second. Nick, do I have time to get into the football stuff? Or do we need to go to break? We're, we're good for football. Let's all right, go. All right, let's go. It wasn't just ugly at Yankee Stadium. It was an ugly night for Daniel Jones as he couldn't find the end zone. Stephen A. couldn't find home plate. And, uh, for just 137 yards and in interception as the Giants fell to one and two on the season, Jones two TDs and ran for one and 12 quarters of football this season. Meanwhile, the Jets still recovering from losing Aaron Rodgers. We know Zach Wilson hasn't found his rhythm. RC, whose fans should feel more hopeless right now, Jets or Giants?
4: The Giants. The Giants. Absolutely absolutely the Giants. When you look at the way the Giants are now injured offensively, but also what their defense is every single day. And we're not talking about what the Giants' defense is when they're injured, or what the Giants' defense is when they're beat up. Who the Giants have been this entire season, whether it's game one, you're lucky that it was raining and there were drop passes by Dallas, because they would have hung 60 on you. Or last week in Arizona on Sunday, when you had Joshua Dobbs, Dobbs looking like the second coming of Of Michael Vick, and then this week the San Francisco 49ers. You got wide receivers running through your linebackers, Debo Samuel carrying the whole team, George Kittle getting the football and understanding. I'm running through everybody that runs up to me with a blue helmet on, and then Christian McCaffrey doing whatever he wants, and Brock Purdy with a 300-plus yard game. I don't know how this gets better. For the New York Giants, you know, we've been looking at the Arizona Cardinals as the one of the worst teams in the NFL. And if you think about the Giants, I believe they're in that same conversation. I, I got a, ch- a chance to speak to Brian Dayball this offseason. He's an awesome coach, not just a good coach. He's an, an excellent coach. He's a guy that understands everything this team needs to do <laughs> to be competitive. But with how they're playing or not playing complementary football, I don't see this team being anywhere close to playoff contention by the end of this season and maybe by the end of this next three or
3: four-game stretch without Saquon Barkley. Yeah, they got a major test next week when you think about playing Seattle. That could be the dagger. Um, but When you talk about this team and this roster, they, you know, Joe Shane, they went out and they spent a lot of money, but they're not getting return on investment right? You, know, you, you look at you know, Darren Waller dropping balls. Daniel Jones can't do it all by himself. Daniel Jones showed his worth last week against the Cardinals because he pulled that team up and put him on his back by himself single-handedly to, to, to not you know, succumb to a, one of the most embarrassing losses in Giant history, I believe. But you talk about this defense, and it has a lot of names, and it has a great resumes but they're not playing together and not dominant. We know the coordinator knows how to do his job, but their big-time players aren't stepping up, and that's what you need. And listen, this league isn't going to feel sorry for you. When you come in as a uh, a general manager and a new coaching staff that has a roster that has bad contracts on it, I expected the Giants to take a step back before they took a step forward because they don't have the personnel that they need, and they need to get some of these expensive um, contracts off of their books, and that's going to take a couple of years. Unfortunate for them, last year they had the 29th hardest schedule. Now they have like a top five hard schedule, and you can't hide the players that that hasn't showed up.
1: I'm sorry. I respectfully disagree with both of y'all. I think the Jets are a more hopeless situation because I think the impact of Zach Wilson – is far more profound than losing about five damn plays. I mean, this dude is just awful right now. He's completing about 54% of his passes, two touchdowns, four interceptions. Um, I just think that he has a negative, or deleterious effect on the team. I'm just not feeling him at all. And I think that when you look at it from that perspective, we're we're looking at a Jets team that has Brees Hall, that has Dalvin Cook, that has Garrett Wilson, that has Alan Lazard, that has Randall Cobb, and we're still saying, damn. You know what they don't have much of a chance because Zach Wilson is that bad I understand what y'all are looking at in terms of the multitude of, of issues that the Giants may have compared to the Jets and I know that you're right about that I'm just saying the impact of Zach Wilson is not just something that affects the team in terms of their overall results record wise. He demoralizes this team. They don't believe in him. Robert Sala can act like they do all they want to. He has to. This is a former number two overall pick. We understand. Y'all understand the business of football just as well as I do, if not significantly better. You know how this is. You draft a dude number two overall. It's very, very rare occasions when you're a team like the Seattle Seahawks years ago, and you go and you give a cat, I forget his name, about $12 or $14 million, and then all of a sudden, Russell Wilson is a third-round pick, outplays him. That Matt Flynn, that's it. And then you 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 outplay him, and then you say to hell with it. We're going to go with Russell Wilson when we move forward. Usually when a team spends a top three pick on a quarterback, you know, you do everything you can. We saw Kyle Shanahan and them deviate, but that wasn't on purpose. Trey Lance got hurt, and Brock Purdy came in there and produced and got them to an NFC championship game before he got hurt. So you could justify with ease handing the ball to Brock Purdy and saying he's our quarterback for the future and moving on from Trey Lance. But in most instances, when you pick somebody that high, you're pretty much doing everything that you can to try to convince them, to try to convince everybody that you made the right call. That's why Salah is saying the things that he's saying. But we saw last year, this team does not believe in Zach Wilson, and I don't think they believe in him now.
2: All right, uh, R.C., this one's for you. Whose performance (laughs) was more
3: disappointing?
2: (laughs) 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 Disappointing Stephen A. on the mound or the Giants against the Niners?
3: Oh,
4: Stephen (laughs) A. on the mound. Because I actually had some sort of hope (laughs) for Stephen A. And he's taken (laughs) hope away totally. It's like Yolanda Adams said, man, the battle is not yours. And it is no longer Stephen A.'s battle. I will never count on him for anything athletic from this point forward. I'm rocking with you, Molly. If I got to get a baseball thrown and they say somebody for first take got to do it, it's Molly Q all the way. Because Stephen A, I have
1: zero. Faith I deserve in. it. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you. Because that is not how I was throwing before I got to the mound. We need that footage. Look at the videos of Brighton A. Where's
2: that footage? Nobody's there.
1: They do have it. They, just, they have it. They're just not showing it, Ryan, because they want to treat me like that. But that's okay. I, <laughs> I 20 yeah. feet, That's, not <laughs> right. <short> that's <laughs> all right. They're talking about they're working on it. They're working on it. See, I gave it to them three hours ago, they're working on it. You're
2: telling you you me you can't that. get that footage? You can't find that Molly,
1: footage? Molly, you and the producers me? at First Take set me up all the time. There is footage that I sent to them three hours ago, and they still ain't showing. But it's all right. It's okay. <laughs> I can I take it. You know what I'm saying? I can take it. Ball, I, I can take me. it. But like The bottom line is, <laughs> and listen, the bottom line is I went to the mound. I went to the mound. I ain't get it done, man. I ain't get it done, man. I'm trying okay. to tell you, man. That mound was – that, that was far away, man. We
3: gotta <laughs> I didn't you know. Protein, SA, huh? I didn't I know, man. Protein
2: I ain't shakes. I know, man.
3: Give him some protein I didn't know. Shake? I didn't know. Can Plantis sh- give, give us a sponsor? We got to get some protein up in you, man. Um, I'm, ch- I'm talking <laughs> about
1: that. I'm talking <laughs> some greens. I'm talking I'm yeah.
2: some you milk. Got, you got you to gotta save <laughs> it, though, because we, we have live callers. <laughs> Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just <laughs> skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
0: Brought to you by the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles in everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges and a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. Unlock a whole new world of travel with a Capital One Venture X card. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Lounge access is subject to change. See capitalone.com for details.
2: Hey, hey, I'm Molly Caram, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take podcast. The NFL schedule drops this week. And you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. All right, Bartholomew, let's make folks some money. Time for Sportsbook Predictions. Bart more. there's my camera, yes. or less than 157.5 passing yards for Zach Wilson?
3: Listen, I'm going to go more because they're going to stack the box. There's going to be opportunities for one-on-ones. I think they figured out max protection. I think Zach Wilson has a bounce back. I watched the entire film, and it wasn't as bad as, it, as the numbers may indicate. His guys just didn't do a good enough job getting open, and Nathaniel Hackett has to do a much better
1: job in designing plays. No, I... Uh. I guess I think he might do a little better than 157 yards. I mean, I don't think he'll get to 200. No. But he might do a little better than 157 yards against, you know, but I'm not going to give him 200 against New England's defense. I'm not going to do that.
3: We're just trying Doc, to make money, money man. 160. We're just, just trying to make money, Steve. Listen, okay. Bill Belichick we're, we're, trying to keep we're, that, we're that streak that. alive. More or less. More. Bar, more. Will
2: Tyreek Kill have more or less than 82 and a half receiving yards against the Broncos?
3: Man, you can make this lock of the week. This dude's on pace for 2,000. That's right. And listen, they get him the ball and this is not last year's Broncos defense. I don't know why. Maybe they should have hired Rex Ryan because this, this this Broncos defense is porous and it's not what we saw last year. You, you know, Patrick Tatane is uh, legitimate, but you can't take Tyreek Hill away because McDaniels is just too good in devising plays and getting him open and getting him in his
1: face. Completely and totally agree with you. There. you know, he, might, he might have 200 yards in this game. This, this Denver defense ain't the same. We saw what happened to them last week against the commanders, with Eric B. Enemy plays. play, so we got to give credit where credit is due. And we also got to give credit where credit is due to Mike McDaniels, who's proven to be an exceptional offensive play calling play caller rather for the Miami Dolphins.
2: All right, Bart. C.D. Lamb, more or less than 70 and a half receiving yards against the Cardinals.
1: And it's like homecoming right here, man. This is like
3: when you get all your stats. This is this the team you want to invite if you want to get right because we know that they're trying to get Caleb Williams. C.D. Lamb last week against a great defense, 13 targets, 11 receptions. He is um, he is Dak Prescott go-to guy, and he doesn't get enough credit. To me, he may be the best run-after-catch type of receiver he's a guy that runs a lot stronger than his size may suggest you know this is a lock of the week as well you can write this one
1: down
2: all right we'll leave it there guys I when agree. we come back oh sorry Stephen A go ahead
1: not since I said I agree no problem
2: okay. you can go okay just want to save time because there's so much more to come
0: have you ridden an electric e-bike yet you need to check out electric e-bikes today the number one selling e-bike in America